Hello and welcome to the Tuesday, September 13th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Las Vegas, Nevada. Now we all know to be somewhat careful with results if you get back from Google in particular, if you're searching for example for downloads for popular software. Rob ran into this issue when he looked for a PDF to DocX converter. So essentially converting a PDF to a Microsoft Word file and a few of the results he got back when he looked at free converters on Google actually added malware to his document. Three out of the first five converters that he tried out did add exploit kits to the document that they converted from the PDF. And then of course in the end all he had to do was actually open the PDF in Word and save it as a Word document and he states that actually worked pretty well. He lost some of the graphics but for the particular application that he had that didn't matter. So Google for the most part actually now got rid of a lot of the very common kind of bad links. For example, when you searched for things like Adobe PDF reader downloads, you used to get a lot of malware. Uh, not so much of that is happening these days. But then of course, these secondary downloads uh, that uh, people don't really do that often, they apparently still slip between the cracks. One common way to trigger a privilege escalation vulnerability is if a less privileged user is able to modify an executable or a configuration file that's then being executed by the more privileged user, the administrator. There is a newly documented issue here with MySQL. Now in MySQL you have typically the safe MySQL process, that's sort of a daemon that runs as root in the background and that then launches the actual MySQL daemon as a less privileged user. The configuration file that this root user reads in order to start MySQL is etsymy.conf default and on some systems that file is still owned and writable by the MySQL user. So what can happen here is that an attacker uses the database that runs as MySQL to append additional content to the my.con file. This can happen via some of the logging function and then if the attacker is smart enough they can actually for example add configuration directives that will load libraries and other malicious code on the next restart of MySQL. Pretty interesting exploit. Now MySQL had similar issues in the past. For the most part they got fixed by not allowing MySQL to write files that already exist. So you cannot for example overwrite existing libraries or, or things like this or database files. But in this case you only append data and the logging functions are of course able to append data to existing files. Well that's what logging functions do and that can then be used for the privilege escalation if the configuration file is owned by the same user that runs MySQL. So quick fix here, make sure that the configuration file is owned by root and only readable by the MySQL user. 
And crypto ransomware is of course something we have become all too familiar with. Most crypto ransomware does file-based encryption. So what the ransomware is doing is it's searching for files typically with certain extensions and then encrypts all of these files. A new cryptoware that has been cited more and more, one version that uh, I've just seen today, one of our readers actually wrote in about it, is referred to as Mamba, actually changed changes uh, this tactic and uses full disk encryption. The problem here is it's of course uh, harder to notice because the files still stay intact. You will only notice that something changed after you reboot the system. So the ransomware does encrypt your disk, keeps the system running just fine, but then once you reboot the system, then you're being prompted for the password which will cost you one Bitcoin in this case. And the author of this particular ransomware already received four Bitcoins to the address that was used and spotted by this researcher. Of course, it's possible that other addresses are used as well. From a defensive point of view, of course, if you notice that you may be infected with this, last thing you want to do is reboot your system take a snapshot off the disk first, copy all the files. You should still be able to read all the files. So backup software may actually still work in this case. And then you can recover the system after you reboot it and reinstall from scratch. There's also a chance if you are confronted with the system, but you do get that boot prompt that asks you for the password. There is a chance that the entire disk hasn't been encrypted yet, so that you will be able to at least recover part of the content using file carving tools. Of course, that's hit and miss uh, what you may find there. Typically, it shouldn't take more than a day or so to encrypt a complete large sort of terabyte plus hard drive on your average desktop. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.